1015 FM, 720 AM. KDON, the talk of Las Vegas. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Las Vegas. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. One full hour of wrestling news, entertainment, and lots of Sin City surprises from inside the squared circle. Now, let's bring on the tag team of Andrew Fish Fame. Joe DeFalco, and your host, Mark Hoke. All right, everybody. Happy WrestleMania weekend. For some. For others, not so much. But uh, uh, crazy from Friday up until today, and we still got one more night to go of WrestleMania. Well, you have two nights if you count the, the Raw on Monday. Nah, I don't count those. Okay, never mind then. That's, you know, that's kind of like when you have the hangover. It's it's not really part of the weekend. It was it was a result of the weekend, but it's not part of. Yeah, the but weekend. it's also usually, or at least historically, the best raw of the year. Yeah, it was because every crazy, well, I almost said something bad. <laughs> every crazy farters out there that the English, the English are the ones that liven that up. They're do, they're doing the nutsy chance. Anyway, welcome to the Mark Hoke Show. I'm Mark Hoke. Thanks for being with us here on KDWN 101.5 FM, 720 AM. I showed up for my show, thank God, because then I had to left it, left it to these two clowns. Andrew Fish Fane sitting in the corner staring me down. What's up, Fish? Another day, another dollar. Yeah, I hear you on that. And then, of course, it, he's the icon of future stars of wrestling. The, the greatest independent promotion on the planet. And we can hear Joe's kind of rolling around there out of bed. Joe DeFalco, everybody. What's going on, Joe? Yeah, when you're talking about uh, Raw, of course, Raw's the biggest deal because all the matches from WrestleMania, they get to redo again on Raw <laughs> and just make the uh, whoever won obsolete by making them lose on Monday. So oh, it's great. Wow. You're, all, you're already burying the Raw on Monday. That's terrific. I can I can see you guys are in a, a great mood this morning. Well, I know <laughs> Fish is upset, but Rick Boogs got hurt. So. Oh, untorn quad. Yeah, this is this is bad. Bad, bad for Boogs. Well, a, a lot happened, obviously, just besides WrestleMania. Of course, we're going to talk about what happened at NXT Stand and Deliver and also the Ring of Honor Supercard went off. And Impact had their, what was it, Mega Card or something? That on Friday night. Yeah, too. that was a rumor they had a show that weekend too. <laughs> <laughs> Joe is in full force today, everybody. All right, well let's uh, let's dive into WrestleMania, shall we? Seventy-seven thousand showed up according to WWE ish. To it includes all the workers I read and everybody who actually works in the building, which is kind of ridiculous. But you know, what's the difference of seventy-five or seventy-seven? I guess it makes it look better, but it's kind of stupid. Like, oh yeah, the beer vendor counts. Well, the beer vendor was busy last night. If you didn't see that, but we'll get to that at the end. But uh, you know, good turnout. It you know, obviously you were probably hoping for ninety five, but you know they got seventy seven out of it, so that's not bad. We'll see if that. I would imagine tomorrow. tonight. I would imagine tonight's going to be busier than last night. Tonight looks like the better part of the would, card. Would How you, could it not be? Almost is on the show. Would you exactly? Have, would you rather been there 
for tomorrow where you get Reigns and Lesnar. Tonight. Or, mean. well, tonight. Or last night where you got to see Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's a that's an interesting question because you're never going to see Steve again. No, I know. I would I wrestle would, anyway. I, I would rather have seen Reigns and Lesnar just because the match to me seem feels bigger. But you're right, you're never going to see Stone Cold wrestle again either. So, oh. and you got to see the debut of the American Nightmare. You did. It was a it was a pretty interesting night. Joe, Joe which one would you rather have gone to if you had to pick one? Well, I've already seen Lesnar and Reigns, so it's like seeing you know Rocky. And Apollo Creek Five, you know what I mean? It's like, well, we've seen it four times, so I guess seeing Austin. But then you also got to see Happy Corbin, so that that kind of put it over the top for me. <laughs> oh yeah, because Drew McIntyre became the first guy ever to kick out of the end of days. Oh him. boy, and, and it was such a moment. I'll tell you, it's like it's going to be instilled. It's been instilled in my brain for the rest of my life. Oh my God, you guys are tearing this apart already, and it's. It was it was a decent night. It really was. Oh, no, it, it was it better was, than I thought it was. Be. And that match had no reason to even be there. And it went eight and a half minutes. It went eight minutes and twenty five seconds, which is eight minutes more than uh, Danielson and Sheamus got in a title match. Yeah, and and as you said said so succinctly last week, and we're correct that Happy Corbin and Drew McIntyre isn't even a main event on SmackDown. Yeah, good point. It's not even a main event on main event. <laughs> wow. Okay, let's let's move on before this turns into a we hate Happy Corbin show. All right, uh first match of the night. No matches on the kickoff show by the way. Uh SmackDown Tag Team Championship Usos will re, uh end up retaining. This was kind of an interesting match because I'm ugh, I was cringing right off the bat because if you if you saw at the beginning before the show started, Mike's Hard Lemonade had an ad for their half and half. They're Arnold Palmer. They're basically Arnold Palmer. So you got an orange and yellow thing. You got the crazy farmer, and that ad played on Peacock a million times last night. So Boogs is out there playing the guitar in an orange and yellow singlet. And I can't remember what color the speakers were. I should have looked real quick. Shinsuke comes out in an orange and yellow outfit. Kind of matched the can. And then when Nakamura, they get down the, to the ring and Nakamura's leaning over the rail or the barricade like he always does, the crazy farmer guy was there. I'm like, oh, my God, are they going to start throwing cans of hard lemonade at people? What's what's going on? It's a money grab. It was, it was a definite money grab, that's for sure. The match only lasted a few minutes. And normally when you have your, your kickoff match, you're trying to get the crowd fired up. But, of course, Rick Boots gets hurt when he had one of the Usos up on his shoulder the second Uso jumps on top, and Boogs' knee gives out. And it, you couldn't tell that it was a legit injury for a little bit, but then when you saw Boogs getting carried out of the building. Um, or it it's was, an elaborate work. Yeah, I don't know. It didn't, it didn't look good. But apparently Rick Boogs tore his uh, patellar tendon where it attaches to the quad. So normally that thing blows up down below your uh, patella. He blew it up above his potential. Now, do we think that they were booked to win that match prior to that? If they were on first, I think so. I really think so. Um, so I think it's a shame. Then couldn't they have made a you know uh, a decision to have the win the same way? I don't know. I don't know. I, couldn't it, they have grabbed little eleven-year-old Jonathan out of the crowd? Oh wait, no. That, that's been done it. before. Stop it. 
They no way. That other guy, uh, Braun Strowman, he wasn't doing anything. Exactly. See, would have been perfect. He's busy. But so the Usos retained the tag team championships mostly by injury default. Drew McIntyre and Happy Corbin go at it, and actually, it was a decent match. You guys are tearing them up, and I, and I get it. Yeah. Nobody really cared about this match, but the crowd was fairly hot for it. Kind of a cheesy thing at the end where Drew McIntyre cut, cut two ropes, ropes with yeah. a sword. Like, I've never seen this. That that sword must have been made out of vibranium to cut through. To, vibranium? Uh, yeah. The hell I was is really vibranium? It didn't break the third rope, too. Yeah, it didn't break the third rope. That That's a Marvel Comics thing. Vibranium? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, trust me. I, I was watching in it, and it was, what really disappointed me about it was watching Corbin take bumps, and it was just like, wow. They're terrible. Yeah, I said it will. Like they were, like they were, like, like if you push somebody down, it was kind of like the way they would normally fall, not a wrestling bump. It was weird. Like it was very awkward watching him bump, and he's very slow for. You know, I understand he's tall, but it, it, there's just nothing about him watching him actually wrestle. You know that part of it, and you know, but so that kind of took me out of it. Yeah, he did take a couple it, it, a couple of weird-looking bumps. But, yeah, so that one happened. Then we have the Mysterios <laughs> against The Miz and Logan Paul, the first celebrity showing up of WrestleMania weekend. And I, 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 I was a little shocked by the result here. I wasn't. Oh, I was shocked that Dominic didn't turn on Ray. God. You, that, that's well, five you, bucks. You, you did get a, if, if you bet there was going to be a turn in the match, you would have been a winner. You'd have been all right. Well, I mean, after the match, but makes no sense. Everybody cheers the Miz, and he's supposed to be the heel in the feud, so that kind of backfired. Yeah, <laughs> shows so, you just just shows you how much everybody hates Logan Paul. Well, you it, know, and he did a good job. He didn't do a lot if you actually sat and watched. But what he did, he was fine uh, doing the Eddie shake on the top rope. Was it was classic? That was. The, the the first Logan Paul moment I noticed was that he was standing in the wrong corner for a little bit early in the match. <laughs> <laughs> Which okay, fine, whatever. He 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 moved. It was all he looked over and saw Mysterio directly to his uh, to his left. It was like, oh, maybe I ought to move over. That was the, but, that was the first dog to win. It was the first dog. If you would have bet, it wasn't much of a dog, but it wasn't. Uh, it was it was plus a hundred. Yeah, um, Logan Paul does the uh, Eddie Guerrero three amigos, the triple suplexes, which got a massive boo from the crowd. And then went up and did the frog splash with the Eddie Guerrero shimmy to Ray Mysterio. Oh, boy. In Texas. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. But the Miz. What? Ray, Ray, Ray signed on extra. Boy, he signed his soul away to make sure Dominic stays there, taking the pinfall himself. He did. As uh, kind of had a little blind tag situation, Miz gets in there, hits a, and, and takes him out, and Bam. The, did, the Miz and Logan Paul win? Did we ever have a reason as to why Miz uh, hit the skull-crushing finale on Logan Paul? No, we have not. So at the end of the match, uh, the Miz, after they are victorious, does a skull-crushing finale on Logan Paul to his shock, and the Miz is just laughing it up all the way to the back. He did so. it on John Morrison. That's his M.O. Well, they broke up. They shook hands. He laid him out because Miz is the Miz. And he's... You didn't need a reason. That's the reason. Come on. Go ahead, finish. finish Fairly finish. rudimentary. Fairly rudimentary. You know, Miz and Kevin Owens should be in a tag team at some point. 
They've turned I was, on everybody. I was ready to see the Miz and Logan Paul continue their run and take you know, out the Usos. I thought they did okay. I, I, you know, I'm not big on celebrities at WrestleMania, but I thought Logan Paul. He, was he will probably Logan Paul probably did better than Johnny Knoxville will do, and maybe better than Pat McAfee. I'm not sure well, yet. No, he's not doing better. Uh, than I don't Pat know McAfee. about McAfee. No but, way. If but you Logan saw Pat, Paul is an athlete. If you saw Pat McAfee at when he wrestled his matches in NXT, Pat McAfee's got it going. He's all right. But see, what you, what you need to remember is having Logan Paul would be fine, but then he'd have to take a severe pay cut. So. Good point. Good point. Uh, next match, which was, I think, easily the best match of the night. Becky no Lynch. Way. Yes. Becky Lynch. Yes. There, there's no. No. Don't, I, I can't wait to hear your argument on this one. Becky Lynch against Bianca Belair. Becky Lynch loses the championship to Bianca Belair. And it was and a clean loss, too, was it? Clean Matt? loss. And I thought that there, there were, well, every match had a couple in these spots. But overall, great paced match. I mean, they really kept this thing moving. Um, I thought it was a fantastic match. And Bianca takes the win. Is now the SmackDown champion. Becky Lynch. Raw kinda, champion. Or Raw champion, excuse me. And Becky, mm-hmm. Becky kind of came out with the kind of a Scarlet Witch Annie Lennox makeup hairdo look it was pretty cool it was pretty cool but uh, i i thought it was the best match in the well, I, and i t- and i said this before i said this a few weeks ago that the rumor is that becky lynch is going to be taking time off not to spend time with the baby anyway so this was this was bound to happen in this regard yeah so joe why uh, first why did you not like this match i i didn't say i didn't like the match okay. i didn't say i just said it wasn't the best match of the night Okay, I'm, I, I'm looking forward to it. The thing is, you know, you watch a match, and it's great and all that, but when you have 7,000 kickouts and near falls, well, uh, of course it's going to end up being a little more exciting. It's like the, the Cody Rhodes match. I, I, I particularly like that match better just because there was so much heat, and I was, you know, surprised at, at, at the response. I knew Cody would get a good response, but, you know, Sure, when you kick out a 700 finishing moves, of course the crowd is going to be fired up. It's WrestleMania. You know, on Monday Night Raw, nobody would care. Yeah, I, I just thought it was a really hard-hitting match. And, and like I said, the one thing that I really loved about it was there was a lot of action in that match, and they kept going and going and going and going. And, man, I, I just thought it was a great ride. I really did. And I give all credit to Bianca Belair. She has really come a long way in turning herself into the wrestler that she now is. Yeah, I mean you've got you've got the six. You know, I I can't say I've watched Stardom over in Japan, but out of the American promotions for sure, you've got the six best wrestlers, and maybe, and I don't know if, if you count Rousey as an attraction. Seven in the WWE, the, the best in the world. I mean, there's just no question about it when you when you put it all together. So great, uh, great job by those two. And then we had. Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes. That's Cody Rhodes, the hand-picked opponent for Seth Rollins. And he came into his AEW music. That that surprised me. And that was the first thing that I wanted to mention about it, was when Cody Rhodes was introduced, it was the same music with that lead-in. There's more than one royal family in wrestling, or whatever it says. I was, I was quite surprised to see that. And well, you, I'm pretty sure Cody is the one who probably had that custom made and not AEW, so they probably didn't own the trademark. Yeah, but I'm just surprised that Vince let him use it. 
you know, because that, that's that's a shot at Vince McMahon. Unless there's going to be a well, Rhodes feud. Uh, WrestleMania, we just saw that AEW is better than WWE. Cody Rhodes came in and beat one of the top guys. That is true. And, you know, the one thing about, and, and it was a, a really good match. There were a couple eh, you know, spots in it. But overall, another really good match there. And well, Seth Rollins um, usually will always put on a good match. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know what you're going to get from Seth. Uh, the one thing that I'm wondering about is where does this take Seth Rollins now? Because Cody Rhodes just shows up and wins. So Seth takes another loss. Yeah. It's a WWE world. AJ Styles lost to Omos, and then he got his repush. So it's 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 not the biggest deal. But it's like some of the little cute things like, hey, welcome back to the major league that Seth Rollins said to Cody. You know, yeah. just stuff like that. And, and to me, that was the reason that was the best match over the other one was just because of the, the dynamic. The crowd was more engaged in that one, and whenever the crowd's more engaged, it, to me, it makes it, it it became a bigger moment than I expected it to be. And the crowd was hot for Cody, correct? Yes. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. It, so we'll see where the the roads lead. <laughs> we'll find well, out because but, they're at a crossroads. They yeah. are. They are. But Kevin, it was Kevin, AJ Styles at the Rumble were shocking to me, where I didn't expect such a good reaction. Right, Kevin Gunn's got to learn, by the way, how to shoot the crossroads because he had the worst angle on the crossroads you could possibly have every time. Oh, and the camera angles are the worst. WWE man, everything it, is like shot, 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 shot. Like, geez. May I may I throw something out here? While <laughs> see, there was my lead in on this. If I had the Infinity Gauntlet, would I wish for world peace? No. Would I snap my fingers and get to go back in time with, with Cheryl Teagues and Paulina Porzakova? No. no. Would I wish for a billion dollars? No. No. Here's what I would wish for. I would wish for Kevin Dunn to stop doing the epileptic fight flashes where when somebody's punching somebody, he goes 19 different angles, boom, 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 boom. I wish he'd stop doing fan shots in the middle of the match. Like, for example, you know, when Stone Cold hit the stunner and he did a fan shot and almost missed the three count last night. That would be nice. And I wish that he and that intern that keep putting these cheesy graphics that remind me of the puffy stickers that we used to put on our notebooks would go away forever. Someone delete that file for the love of God. Get rid of the Becky Lynch Big Beck's face thing and all that. I mean, Cody Rhodes must have paid them a million dollars last night to put that American Nightmare logo everywhere. It was like somebody, there was an eight-year-old kid back there. I'm going to put it here. I'm going to put it here and here and here and here. I'm like, oh my God, get rid of it. Please. The one that, the Roman the Roman oh. Reigns one is actually kind of cool though. Oh, here's a giant Roman Reigns. Ah. All right, Yoda, easy. Come on. And the thing was, the thing is about, you know, it's one thing to do it on Raw, but to do it at WrestleMania, the problem is when you put those those cheesy eight-year-old graphics up, you're covering up the, the wide shots and the scenes. They they obstructed Cody's entrance to the to the ring with, with the stupid graphics. I'm like, what are you doing? Everybody wants to see Cody get in the ring. You know, it just, oh, I hate those. I hate them. I hate them. What are you trying to say? I wish Kevin Dunn would get turned into one of those animations, so he'd have to see that every day. But that's how he got big time Bex. It's on her glasses. Oh, burn it, burn it down. Anyway, there we go. There's my Kevin uh, Dunn. Please don't hold tangent. anything back. 
Oh, I probably did. Anyway, I feel better now. Let's go to uh, let's go to Charlotte and Ronda Rousey. Uh, and I gotta say, I was surprised at the result of this. I was very surprised. It was, I mean, not not surprised how it happened, but the fact that it happened. I thought the match itself was solid. There were some choppy moments just because Ronda's, Ronda's not Ronda. a wrestler. Yeah, Ronda's not a wrestler, but she's. But uh, you know, she tried to do some new things last night, which was good. So she's expanding her repertoire a little bit. I liked it emotionally. I thought the psychology and so a lot of the stuff that they did during the match, like Joe mentioned during the the Rhodes Rollins match, they did a great job selling hatred and desperation. I mean, they it was it was some good work by those two in that aspect. Like I said, it wasn't the match itself was yeah, it was okay. And even though she lost, Ronda can still lay claim to making saying she made Charlotte tap. Yeah, it was it was a it was a pretty good uh, pretty good match last night. I I thought I I I actually enjoyed it, and I didn't think I would. Joe, what did you think of this one? Actually, that was the first match I didn't see, so I have not seen that one yet. But I just know that uh, Charlotte was a big underdog, so she was the biggest underdog to come through. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, I think it's I think it's good for WWE because when I saw it happen, I'm like, good. Now, does this push Ronda Rousey over to Raw to to go with Bianca, or is she continue the feud now, feud now with Charlotte? No, I think the feud's going to continue. I mean, it was a controversial finish. Um, you know, I would like to. I would like yeah, to. Yeah, they, they they came up with the way to have uh, another match on uh, SmackDown now as uh, a rematch. <laughs> I would I would like to see those two be able to take some time, and you know, get in the back practice. And really put something spectacular together because I think they both could. I mean, obviously Charlotte, to me, is all around is the best female wrestler in the world. And you have an athlete like Ronda, you could do something. I think a, as as decent as this match was, I think you could do something a lot better. So I I kind of look forward to seeing them go at it again. And like I said, I really enjoyed the the psychology of the match. I thought that was that was fun to see. So so we'll see. But uh, Charlotte Flair doesn't get to be. 14, 15, 16-time champion, at least yet. At least yet. No, that's a good point. Um, And then the final of the night, because amazingly enough, we were supposed to have the New Day taking on uh, Ridge Ridge Holland and Sheamus. With Butch. But somehow they were... Don't forget with Butch. I don't know how they they ran over time with, with all the video packages and breaks and everything else. Somehow they ran over time and had to drop a match. Plus they cut one off early. Another great piece of work by Kevin Dunn. But at the end, so we have the KO shows, KO's trash talk to you, Steve now, Austin. Should that have been the thing that that closed out the night, or should I the think, Charlotte Rousey match close out the I night? I think it worked well. I I don't I don't think you could have with what they did. You couldn't have done that in the middle of the show. I think it worked really well at the end. So they're trash talking each other in the ring, and then Kevin says, "I tricked you. I want to have a I want to have a match." And Austin agrees, and they're beating each other up all over the place. Austin did take some bumps. Uh, you know, nice. He took a stunner, which took, was shocking to me. Took stunner too. Uh, I thought it. You know, I thought it was really fun. Austin, of course, wins the match, and the beers are flying around. Byron Saxton with one of the best sells of a Stone Cold stunner I've ever seen. Better than The Rock selling the Stone Cold it was, stunner. It was pretty darned good. Um, but then we've got about a minute left, guys. Steve Austin returning to the ring for one final showdown. It looked like, and uh, you now I, I I enjoyed it. I really did. Good for Steve for for showing the world that he could stay in shape. Yeah, I mean, you know, it wasn't 
It wasn't the Stone Cold of old, but it was. It was and great. even better that you know he did the time honored tradition on his way out and and put over uh, you know Kevin Owens. <laughs> sort of, but you know, but we'll, when we get back, we'll talk a little bit about Kevin Owens and and his role in this. Unfortunately, we're, we're had to have to hit our commercial break, but it was uh, I think a great honor for Kevin Owens. All right, so we're going to be heading break uh, here on the Mark Hoke Show. I want to thank you for joining us. We got Andrew Fish, Fane, Joe DeFalco doing our thing. Join us on social media at Mark Hoke Show on Twitter, the, the Mark Hoke Show on Facebook, markhokeshow.podbean.com for all those podcasts. You guys are going crazy out there downloading them, and we appreciate it. Stick around, everyone. We'll be right back for the second half of the Mark Show, Mark Hoke Show. Want more of The Mark Hoke Show? Follow us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show. Like us on Facebook at The Mark Hoke Show. And visit MarkHokeShow.com to keep up with everything happening with the show. And remember to check out all of our archive shows on YouTube at The Mark Hoke Show. And download our podcasts at MarkHokeShow.Podbean.com and all your favorite podcast outlets. So join The Mark Hoke Show family today, and thanks for listening. Now, let's return to The Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Here again, your host, Mark Hoke. Hi. What's up, everybody? It's WrestleMania weekend. Can you tell? I'm all peppy. Fish is just... The, the look in Fish's eyes. You know, we're going to have to start live streaming this show. We, we got to do like a Wednesday night or something, Joe. Joe, we're going to have to do that down at the FSW arena, the three of us on camera. There you go. We God. got internet. Well, there you Hey, perfect. <laughs> now you can get that chair shot in on Mark that you always wanted to do. Oh, I'm sure he's waiting for that. I'm waiting for I'm waiting for him to ask me to book that. I really am. I'll cry like a baby, but, you know, whatever. But, of course, you're on the Mark Hoke Show, the best in pro wrestling news and entertainment Coming to you live from Las Vegas, Andrew Fishfein, Joe DeFalco of Future Stars of Wrestling, and myself, Mark Hoke. Thanks for being with us. Uh, just to wrap up the Kevin Owens thought, um, the one thing that I did want to mention about that, that even though Kevin did lose the match. Which had to happen. Yeah, I mean, he's not beating Steve. I know. It's it's the way it is when The Rock comes back and but it would be nice one time to see, you know, a guy that you want to make a star. Isn't that supposed to be the reasoning for it? Well, I think in a way, though, <clears throat> Kevin's going to get a lot of exposure from that, number one. But I think even more importantly, when you think about, okay, we're going to bring Stone Cold Steve Austin back. He's been gone for 19 years. His body's busted up. Now, this is a, a risk to have him doing something really physical for a while in the ring and one little misstep and you know we could end up having steve austin's neck re-injured live in front of millions of people that would be bad so who are we going to put this in the hands of and to give that opportunity and trusting kevin owens like that considering there was a possibility he was going to be leaving the company a little while ago i think is a tremendous show of respect to kevin owens it speaks by, by it, WWE. I say it speaks volumes of what Vince thinks about the job Kevin Owens can do. Yeah, because 
you're not but just going to. But it's gonna... also Steve Austin. He's the one who had to uh, green light Owens, and it seems like he's very fond of Owens because, you know, he's he's okay with Owens doing the stunner and calling it the stunner. So I'm pretty sure uh, Steve Austin was instrumental in making that happen. Of course. And, I, and if you're Kevin Owens, even <laughs> though you technically lost that match, boy, you got to be feeling good about yourself today. I mean, that is a, a tremendous opportunity for him. And I think he's going to be able to build off that. And I'm sure he's going to have some fun with it. Yeah, because, I mean, yeah. he, regardless, he gets to say he stunned Stone Cold. He did. He did. I was, yeah. you know, and it's honestly, I was, watching, I was watching the match, and I was when that happened, I'm like, no way. They're not actually going to let Kevin win this match. I had that one second glimmer of hope that he was going to go over. And, of course, it didn't happen, but, but it was pretty cool. Joe, what what were you going to say there? I'm sorry. No, what I was going to say was, you know, despite the fact that they just turned Owen's baby face back to turn him heel again, you know, but that, 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 that is, you know, the WWE mantra, you know, that, you know, Owens was extremely popular, but to get him to work Austin, he had to become the heel again, which he's great either way, but it just, you know, sometimes it just gets draining. It's like, wait, what is he? Is he a face? Is he a heel? You know? I think you should leave him as a heel for a while. I really do. And I think they ought to get Kevin and Sami Zayn back together and let them go crazy for a while. That would be fun. Yeah, but, I would agree but, there. But there you go. So that was WrestleMania last night. I'm, I'm looking more forward to tonight. There's certain things I, I really want to see tonight. I know we've seen Lesnar and Reigns before, but I'm interested. This is the first time that in this feud that they've booked, been booking Reigns as strong as they've booked him. But how do you have anyone beat Lesnar? Yeah, it's gonna be that is gonna be interesting tonight. So tonight's matches, uh, we have the New Day Sheamus and Ridge Holland match moved because of another. Poor, that's poor that, timing. I mean, that's, again, another show that wouldn't main event SmackDown. So I don't no. see the point. No, and, and, and my biggest surprise is Lashley's plus a dollar forty five. I can't see them bringing him in to lose. See, Omos is Omos oh, is he the favorite? I I Omos couldn't find those favorite. odds. Wow, morning, that's crazy. So. Yeah, he was minus 190, and Lashley was plus 145. Wow, I haven't that, checked today, but it was like, That wow. shifted around, because Lashley was the favorite when that first went up. But okay. <laughs> um, so we've got uh, the Women's Tag Team uh, Championship, a four-way between Queens Lena Carmella, the champs, Sasha Banks, Naomi, Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, and Natty. And, uh, There's only one Shayna kind of Baszler. four-way I want to see involving Liv Morgan. Stop it. Bad. I just said stop it to you twice. <laughs> I'm around Barnes too much for your crazy little Monday show on SportsX Radio, which is at 8 p.m. So if you want to hear Fish and Barnes go crazy, it should be fun. Plus the National Championship game will be on, so make sure you tune in for that. Um, Johnny Knoxville and Sami Zayn, Pat McAfee, Austin Theory, triple threat for the Raw Tag Team Championship. we got RK-Bro, Randy Orton, and Riddle taking on the Street Profits and Alpha Academy. Edge, AJ Styles, Bobby Lashley, and the Giant Almost, and Brock Lesnar at Roman Reigns unifying. But the, what about Sheamus and Ridge Holland? Are they just bumped? Uh, they're supposed to be wrestling tonight. So that, oh, so they they have a spot on the pre-show. Okay. How, how, how long is the Bobby Lashley Almost match? Do we say three minutes, five minutes? Oh God, if that goes past five minutes, it's going to be a train wreck. I think they're going to strike a deal. And almost is going to be the new bodyguard of the hurt business. That'd be all right. I can live right. With that. that way, he wouldn't have to wrestle. Yep, exactly. That's that's a good role for him. 
He's, he's headed down. Guarding the I'll door. tell you what, though. When I was watching yesterday, I'm like, in the perfect world of wrestling to make everything great, three masked guys, if they would have attacked Cody Rhodes and unmasked as Omega and the Young Bucks, the world would have been insane. Oh, my God. Oh, jeez. That would have been fun. You should book this for a living, Joe. I'm telling you. <laughs> I, that's the only thing I sat there watching. Like, man, that would be like, you know. Tony Khan, everybody working together. That that would make for, you know, insane wrestling down the line. And, you know, I know a few weeks back we talked about the Ring of Honor, but I thought they did a great job. Yeah. Um, what match, other than, obviously, you, you know, you're psyched up about the championship match tonight, but anything else on this card you're, you're excited about, Fish? I do want to see the AJ Styles Edge match. I think that's going to be a great wrestling match. I think it's going to be a lot of fun, too. What, what? Yeah, I want to see if they actually have uh, Edge lose again because AJ kind of needs some wins. I think that has the potential to steal the show as the, ma- the match of the night. I I would agree with you on that. I'm I'm interested to see Pat McAfee and Austin Theory. You know, I, I think Austin's been playing the spoiled little brat, and Pat McAfee showed that he's he's solid enough. And the one thing about McAfee is that he has such a respect for the wrestling business. That he's not going to go and clown around. He's going to go in and do this right. No, so, like he so, did when in so NXT. What you're so. is theory has to win. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. Say, it puts theory in a no. He's in a no-win situation. It is. It is. If he wins, that's expected. If he loses, how you how do you book him after that? Right. Yeah, but I I don't think so because I think after Adam Cole and Pat and McAfee, I think a lot of people believe Pat McAfee knows exactly what he's doing in there, and they had a lot of respect for what he did there. So I think Theory beating Pat McAfee is still a good win. It isn't like, you know, Sami Zayn ain't going to not bounce back because Knoxville beat him. How many members of the Jackass crew are going to show up during this match? How many? There's, there's I like want to see the return, and it would be another... Nice heel turn. Bam Margera comes back. You know, and I thought of that, too. Could you imagine? Because Bam, they, they had a falling out. Could you imagine if Bam Margera came out and cost Johnny Knoxville the match? See, that's like the long play right there. It would have been like, keep him off the jackass movie. He's suing. Be... That's, that's, that, that's a wrestling mentality. Like, everything is a work. Right. It's kind of like the Will Smith thing. Like, everybody's trying to find out reasons for why it would be a work. Yeah. So, I, I, you know, I think the, the triple threat tag match is going to be pretty good tonight, too. Yeah. yeah street street Profits go full-fledged heel at this point? Yeah, maybe. I mean, they're they're right, they're teetering on the edge right now after they attacked RK Bro. Yeah, they, they need something to freshen themselves up a little bit, so. Yeah, we'll see what happens with that. One. But I think I I think you've got I think six good performers in there. I think you're gonna have a. Good They're match. gonna probably be the most over thing on the one of the most over things on the show. RK bro tonight. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah. See, I'm waiting. Fan, wait. Fans, it's the first time I've heard fans really eat Randy Orton up. They absolutely love the character that he well, is right now. Well, he and Brock Lesnar are having fun right now, and it's it with those two being so serious and the reputations that they've had to watch them actually seem like they're enjoying their jobs for once. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So, and, and I, you know, how how could Orton not be on the uh, apron laughing just watching Matt Riddle? You know, absolutely. <laughs> Plus, they're probably stoned to be Jesus. So, and uh, the, the other prediction I made is actually for tomorrow night. And I told Mark this off the air. Tomorrow night, I think Bailey returns and, and challenges Bianca Belair and becomes the next challenger for the Raw Women's Title. 
I, well, she got a WrestleMania moment. Maybe we'll be lucky and Bailey will come in and win the title on Raw, as I said, to make WrestleMania obsolete. There you go. Sounds like a plan. Um, now, there, of course, when there's WrestleMania weekend, there's other things that are going on. There are? Yeah, because everybody goes down. 89 shows. <laughs> was that how many it was? 89, yes. Oh, my God. I was talking with Sammy Callahan. He had, there's a guy on PW Insider or something who kept track of everything, and there was 89 other shows. <laughs> that would be fun. What if you could possibly hit them all? No. Yeah, you never know. Anyway, uh, we'll mention NXT real quick. Uh, I don't know how some, you keep the belt on, on Dolph Ziggler. Good for Cameron Grimes, wins the North American Championship. Uh, I was mad, man. I wanted to bet Solo Sokoa. He was 12 to 1. But there, you know, and it's funny you mention his name because, Joe, I wanted to ask you something. They keep chanting Uso. Should you just drop the, the Solo thing and just say he's an Uso and get it over with? Well, you know, which is worse? You know, Braun Breaker, you know, inducts his father and his uncle, and everybody knows he's Steiner's kid, but he still goes by Braun Breaker. It's like, you know, it's that WWE thing. Would you change it? Not to say if he goes to the main roster that they don't change him up, but it's just like I don't understand – it's like it's it's a twofold thing because we were friends with Snooker Jr. when he was Deuce, and then he came into the thing. And like, you would think to make him successful, you'd say he was Jimmy Superfly Snooker's kid, but they never did. And it's almost like they want to see if you can sink or swim on your own. I don't know, but it's like money wise, wouldn't you think there was more money to be made by saying, "Boom, this is uh, Rikishi's kid and the Usos' brother." You would I don't think, know. You would think so. I yeah, mean, I mean, him popping into this whole bloodline feud would have been perf- absolutely perfect. Uh, absolutely. I mean, maybe you never know. Maybe maybe he shows up tomorrow night and does something. Who, the, other thing tonight, on NXT, the, the other thing on NXT that not only shocked me, but I thought was a great moment, A, that Ciampa lost, but B, Triple H coming out afterwards and giving him a hug, I thought was a great moment. Yeah, that was nice. Absolutely. Well, I guess that would mean he's going to the main roster or he's going to AEW, one of the two. Yeah, it will be one of the two. No question about that. Um, were you guys surprised to see Braun Breaker lose clean to Dolph Ziggler last night? Very. Or Friday night? It was you know, you, you can say that, but it seemed like moving forward, they were saying they were going to use him on the main roster. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Are, you just, are they just pulling him up right now? I, I believe that's what they said, that moving forward, he's considered a main roster guy, which is funny because now Dolph Ziggler is not going to be considered a main roster guy. And the introduction yesterday, I know it's going back a little to WrestleMania. Gable Steveson. Yep. Is he ever coming into the ring? Well, he just finished. He just won the NCAA championship. So he's got a little. He, apparently, he's got some more training to do. He's actually got to learn how to professional wrestle. It's right. Totally yeah, but, I mean, but he was drafted to Raw, which made well, no he, sense. And he has been training. They actually set up a training center for him in Minnesota right. so he'd be able to go train. So well, he's going to be the next Kurt Angle. I think he will be. I, and and the kid maybe they bring Kurt Angle in to be his manager. That would be awesome. I would absolutely love that. Yeah, but Kurt Angle, uh, Chad Gable, Gable Stevenson, maybe throw Shelton Benjamin so in there. Says so the tag oh, team man. Chad Gable Stevenson. They do have a problem with the with the uh, the Gable name. Apparently, they're discussing it that Gable might have to change his name because of Chad Gable. Yeah, because of Gable Stevenson. <laughs> He's screwed. Yeah, they don't like those uh, those two names. Yeah, it's, can't it's, have the same name. Yeah, so we'll we'll see what happens. Shorty G's coming back. Oh God, God, no I hope not. 
All right. So that was that was NXT. Ring of Honor. Tony Khan putting on his first event with the Super Card of Honor. Big hit. Big hit. Are you being sarcastic? No. Internet's buzzing, man. Yeah. I mean, Samoa Joe's back. Samoa Joe's back. Great match with FTR and the Briscoes. Um, of course, the World Championship. Jonathan Gresham beats Bandito, so they had they settled that thing because, of course, when they were going to wrap up on the last match, the last card, Bandito got COVID. And claimed to have gotten COVID. Claimed to have gotten COVID, and he couldn't wrestle Gresham for the title and pass it, so they had Jay Lethal fill in. So now they have an undisputed champion with Jonathan Gresham. Um, Joe, were are you surprised that Jonathan Gresham is going to get to be their first champion? Or you th- no, absolutely not. That's the guy they've been positioning to be in there, and he was going to beat Bandito the first time. So uh, there was no doubt they were not going to keep the belt on Bandito. More importantly, two FSW former champions were uh, made their Ring of Honor debuts. That's the the big part. Who was that? Brian Cage and Toa Leona. Yes. Brian Cage is part of Tully Blanchard Enterprises now. As is Toa Leona, so yeah. obviously Tully Blanchard is a big fan of FSW. <laughs> well, God bless him for that. You should be a fan of FSW. And if you haven't seen what FSW's doing, by the way, go to FSWVegas.com. And if you're not a fan of FSW, you're a FSW, I got two words for you. Go to the internet. That's and then, you, as you said, Samoa Joe, Jay Lethal, my good buddy Sanjay Dutt came back in and yeah, got I, physical. I saw yeah, that. Sanjay awesome. Dutt taking one. Yeah, this is this was this was a fun and this was fun and uh, Wheeler Yuta, who had been making a, a name for himself on AEW, wins the ROH Pure Championship, beating out Josh Woods. Uh, and Minoru Suzuki comes in and wins the ROH World T- TV Championship. So we well, get I was wondering about that. I'm like, Red Titus, really? They're gonna have him beat Suzuki? Yeah, that wasn't happening. So Suzuki is the the TV champion. Even my guy Cross lost to Suzuki this week. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Wow. Uh, FTR beats the Briscoes in that dream match. So FTR, I heard it was tremendous. Yeah, everybody loved that one, and the, the Young Bucks showed up too to mess with the Briscoes. So FTR's got the AAA and the Ring of Honor tag team titles. Uh, Mercedes Martinez wins the interim ROH Women's World Championship. Uh, Jay Lethal gets a win. Cage got a win in there. Swerve Strickland did, and my boy Dalton Castle shows up. Woohoo! Even though they put him on the pre-show, I don't know why. Boy, why. how the mighty have fallen on that one, yeah, huh? Yeah, I know. Well, give him time; he'll be back. Cole Cabana even popped up, but uh, a lot of good reviews for this. Samoa Joe, of course, showing up at the end too, so he's going to be in the mix for Ring of Honor. Apparently, boys, I think this is going to be fun. And being able to interchange some pieces with AEW as well, I, I think this might work out okay. What do you think? I think I think it's great. You know, they underutilize a guy like Brian Cage, so to have him show up there, he's going to be, you know, a major player somehow, some way. He got lost in the shuffle. You know, I'm just hoping Ring of Honor doesn't. They don't decide to run Ring of Honor AEW weekend because then, uh, you know, we're going to have to battle them. Do they have a, a TV contract yet for Ring of Honor? A TV contract? Yeah. Uh, no. No, I haven't heard anything yet. Okay. So we'll no, because obviously they won't be on Sinclair unless they worked out some deal to be like that. But I highly doubt it. Yeah. So we'll find out what where ROH will be airing. If it's just going to be another internet show for a while or what. But um, I'm as a former Ring of Honor fan, I'm I'm pretty excited about this. I think this is going to be a lot of fun. So. 
you know, that's the first time they got to mix. Now, that because of the AEW roster, they could have some of the, you know, the classic guys that, that really built Ring of Honor who have now gotten to another level, which, in all honesty, should make Ring of Honor bigger than it was over the last few years. And after everything happened with AEW, Ring of Honor really took a nosedive. So... Yeah, I, I because now with with Khan owning the video library as well, you've really like you know like I said before, I think you've really got a chance to feed off that history and feed off uh, you know all these guys that have been successful, not you know in WWE and AEW, and take them to a, take it to a bigger place. So, you know, I I think we'll see what happens there. Um, by the way, speaking of AEW, MJF and Tony Khan apparently got into a little discussion the other day. Oops. Not a, well, a I do know it's important to, uh, when I had uh, Brian Cage on my podcast, I had to go through AEW, and the guy actually had to be on the line. So they take that pretty seriously about allowing their people going on, and if they do allow it, they want to make sure that nothing is said, I guess, to disparage the company in any way, like with Cage. You know, we weren't allowed to bring up the, uh, you know, story of how Cage's wife said he wasn't booked right. Like, that was such a big deal that she had an opinion. Yeah. So, yeah, what apparently what happened was MGF went on a podcast that he did not have permission to go on and kind of got called on, on the carpet for it. Rumor had it, it that that he then it turned into a really heated discussion about his contract, that there's guys that have come in that are getting paid a lot more than him and he He'd like to get a little more money. And to be honest with you, do you blame the guy? Oh, hell no. Do you blame him at all? Hey, just like football, man, people renegotiate. You know, if you think this guy is a major player, which everybody seems to believe, don't you want to keep him happy? Don't you say, you know what, you because MJF was a marginal guy. He was in MLW, so he wasn't making big bucks anywhere. All those guys signed early with AEW and got paid way more than they were worth initially. And I know that for a fact. Like, guys were making, you know, six figures that, you know, were working on the indies for 500 bucks, you know. And now MJF exploded. It's like, hey, you, you know, through this crowded field of things, you become a major player. Here you go. Here's here's some extra money since we got billions of dollars that we're just throwing at everybody. Let's keep the the guy that we brought in from the beginning who's done an, a tremendous job. So fully deserving. Now, you don't want to do it? Great. I'll work till my contract's up and see you later. And now you're going to have to pay me 10 times what you might have had to pay me now. Yeah, not only that, but if there's an issue there, if it, if it does fester, you better believe that WWE will snap up MJF. I think he is a guy that, that Vince would absolutely love to have on the roster. There's no well, question. The first about time it. he loses to, uh, you know, Luchasaurus, you know that uh, he's done. <laughs> Maybe I think Luchasaurus should get a push. I guess it'll depend I like on. But it'll depend but, if there's a Wardlow MJF feud, and if he has Wardlow winning that feud, then that kind of tells you everything you need to know, too. Ah, not in that one. I'm not so sure. It's watching after that fact because that's a big feud, and you know it was the turn they want to give that Wardlow a big push. But if you start seeing him losing to guys that you're like, "Wow, MJF just lost to this guy," that means oh, he's out the door. Yeah, and of course MJF, I think is going to be able to command a very high price on the market. So 
I if I if I were Tony, I'd probably try to figure out a way to lock him in right now. Oh, absolutely. Make him happy. He's your he really is your number one heel in my opinion. MJF's on the phone with Cody Rhodes like, how much did they pay you, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to introduce my new agent, Mr. Mr. Rhodes. Yes. You might know him, Mr. Cody. You know, I heard Cody got like two, three million guaranteed a year, so who knows? Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. No, no absolutely not at all. But the this question is man. Actually goes out and pays a guy three million dollars a year. That way, in six months, he could bury him. It's amazing. I was just going to ask you that. Do you think they that the, the Cody Rhodes gets his initial push and then they bury him like they did with the Hardys and and so many others prior? I think they see where it goes. Obviously, because you know Cody's a very shrewd person, so I'm pretty sure he got things written into the contract that maybe the Dudleys and and uh, and Matt Hardy didn't because. You know, I just saw something that talked about how he I was on a, a show after the WrestleMania thing to talk about his new contract. And it's a full full contract. It's not part time, multi year, this, that and the other thing. And it's like, well, at worst, they can bury you in six years, but you're going to still get your two, three million guaranteed. So yeah. there are worse right things that could happen. Money, obviously. All right. Uh, we've got about a minute left, guys. I'm going to give you a shot at uh, WrestleMania tonight. Your biggest upset. Your biggest upset tonight. Start with Joe, so I don't think about it. Joe. Well, Lashley's got to be the biggest upset to me if he's plus one forty-five, or you got to take Brock Lesnar plus like two and a quarter. I got to agree because I, I think both of those things could very easily happen. I think Lashley could could knock almost the hell the, the almost experiment to an end. See, I don't think that's an upset. I know the I don't odds either, but it, it upset, technically but... is. I got to actually want to get off the phone with you guys, get online, and be like, maybe. I know I didn't read it wrong, so I don't know. All right. All right, guys. Hey, everybody, enjoy WrestleMania tonight. I want to thank you for listening to the Mark Hoke Show on KBWN 1015 FM 720 AM. We certainly appreciate it. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, we got The Fish 1969. You want to follow that guy? Joe is at FSW Vegas. And Future course, Shock next Saturday. There you go. Make sure you check that card out at fswvegas.com. And of course, our show, markoakshow.podbean.com, and all your favorite podcast outlets. Thanks for joining us. We will see you next week, and we'll talk about WrestleMania some more. Have a great one. Want more of The Mark Hoke Show? Follow us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show. Like us on Facebook at The Mark Hoke Show. And visit MarkHokeShow.com to keep up with everything happening with the show. And remember to check out all of our archive shows on YouTube at The Mark Hoke Show. And download our podcasts at MarkHokeShow.Podbean.com and all your favorite podcast outlets. So join The Mark Hoke Show family today, and thanks for listening.